Welcome to All another massive. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Welcome to another episode of the Be Bodega. Uh, of course, our co-host Eric is here. Eric, say what's up. Hi. And always family to the Be Bodega, DJ G Funk. The, the the second of the double header. The second of the double header. <laughs> All right, guys. Only a week apart. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're, we're going to go into 90s hip-hop this week. Oh, yeah. Best era in hip-hop, in my opinion, that we sure. grew up listening to. Uh, so, yeah, this is yet another mix provided by the talented DJ G-Funk, uh, now several days removed from his Twitch debut. Uh, still riding the high. Still riding the high. <laughs> All right. Well, and- hey, wait, hold on. Before we get started on that, just just to let you know, you guys are gonna have to help me along the way for this one. All right. Um, I don't, I don't have the the nineties hip hop foundation that you guys do. You know, I I might have worn the the mecca and the rock aware, but like it was pretty much punk at this time, and anything else was. I don't know. I guess Sarah McLaughlin and Aqua on heavy rotation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's me being honest as fuck. That's all right, dude. That's all right. But no, I mean, whatever. It's '90s hip hop. I mean, it's you know, it's even though, even though if you don't know the the name of the 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 song title or the artist, you've definitely heard the songs. Um, but yeah, so this is again yet another another DJ G Funk mix of '90s hip hop. Uh, before we get started, um, Gilbert, you wanna you wanna mention uh, your Twitch information again? Let them know when's your next time, when you're doing it again, when they could check Wait, you out. Why don't you save that for the end? Well, I mean, we just talked about it. <laughs> yeah, well, plug it in as much as you, you can. Know, or double. Give yeah, do it again. I mean, listen, man. Whatever, yeah. whatever free promotion I can get. Yeah, the, dude. The, the people they got audience, I'm there for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, the next one we're gonna do is on um, September 12th. Um, but it's not going to be a lover's rock. It's going to be just uh, me. And I think I'm going to do an 80s one. Um, I want to keep the lover's rock thing once a month, kind of like how the party was intended to be. Um, so that'll the next um, official lover's rock will be the 26th. But um, the next one that I'll jump on is on the 12th. And I'm thinking I'm doing just straight up 80s music, man. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah. know, and lovers yeah. love the 80s. You can never oh, yeah. go, you can never go wrong with the 80s. I know we do like like new wave stuff for sure. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I if if I'm feeling saucy, I'm, I might do more than two hours. <laughs> so Eric stops complaining. <laughs> I, I wasn't mad. It was just I, I felt unfulfilled, man. I'm telling you, I was only three and a half pints in. I needed to finish the fourth. Uh, Are you speaking to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who got banned from her own from her husband's Twitch? That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm still trying to figure that whole bot thing out, man. Yeah, so if you guys know if you guys know how to fight the bot on Twitch, please let us know. Send us a message on that. Yeah, man. Fight the bot. Fight the bot. All right, guys. So I you know, Eric and I mean sorry, Gilbert, you always mm-hmm. deliver on these mixes. Um you know, as big as East Coast hip hop was during the '90s, I'm glad that you didn't just stick to East Coast. That, you know, you went by coastal. I did. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I did the holy trinity of 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 uh, MCs. So uh, you know, I had your Jay Z, Biggie, and Nas, of course. Yeah. Um, and then I went into a little bit of a Wu Tang bag there. 
Uh, but I, I definitely came back and, and, and showed the West Coast a little love and played, played some Dre and Snoop yeah. and Tupac and, and Regulators. Mount up. Uh, Are both those guys dead? Warren G and Nate Dogg or just one of them? Why you? Why do you? You are the one that kills everybody. <laughs> well, I think one of them is dead, right? Oh yes, yeah. Nate Dog is. Nate Dogg. But Warren G is doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Smooth <laughs> ass motherfucker, that Warren G. <laughs> and, and, and listen, that I I take my one of my uh one of my little slogans is from that song, the G Funk era. That's true. That's true. And, well, and then mentioning regulators mount up. I mean, anybody that samples young guns, that's pretty badass too. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah. And Michael McDonald. And Michael. Mc- <laughs> you, you you had mentioned you had mentioned the 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 trinity of hip hop and Nas being one of them, dude. I just I went down this Nas rabbit hole on on just information, not not a not music. I love Nas. Nas is one of my favorite rappers of all time, but. It's funny how quietly that guy has accumulated wealth through his businesses. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was one of the investors for Lyft. He's yeah. also one of the investors of FanDuel. Really? I didn't know that. I, that, that. That was impressive. And then, of course, I know you actually mentioned this to me a few weeks ago, but how he added his daughter as one of the uh, – gave her producer credits on uh, on Illmatic. Just yep. so, so she, she could always do, get royalties from it. Yeah, dude, that, that's – that's genius, bro. That's I mean, such a cool move. Like, here, babe, like, I won't give you an inheritance, but I'll give you this, and you'll always have money coming in. Yeah. Well, hope, what song was it? The big one? The, the, uh, the, what, his first album. The album. The album. Yeah. The that is, whole album. is that the one that has the. If I would, that was no, that was not. I think that's the only song I know from Nas. Man. Yeah, so but that's the wrong album. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Speaking, speaking of which, I actually, um, I was listening to to Nas's new album, uh, and I really enjoyed it. it it's good. It's uh, yeah, it's good. Um, and it's got um, it's he's keeping kind of to the short song concept that is now you know now yeah. songs are like two minutes long, so he's got a few of those, but um, but. I liked it better than than Nasir, which was like the Kanye uh, West produced one. Yeah. Um. This one, this one's a little bit more. It's it's kind of an updated version of like what New York boom bap would be, I guess you could say. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. But it's kind of another song, right? You were making sound effects. Which no boom bap. Yeah. <laughs> boom bap is a style is a style of, oh, of hip hop, I guess. You could okay. Say. Cool. He's also like a secret Tony Bennett fan, right? If I Is rule he? the world, I don't oh. know. Is that a Tony Bennett song? If I rule the world, that well, no, that's no. That, that was an original t- uh, take from the Curtis Blow song. If yeah. I rule the world, uh, ooh, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't know if Curtis Blow took it from Tony Bennett, but well, it, it, there's a little Houdini in that song too, right? The de- 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 de, the little keyboard era. The, the, yes, that's, you're right. You're right. Yeah. The well, it's funny. I'm glad that you brought up the the. He's being a secret fan, so. Gilbert has big, obviously, shout out to fellow Puerto Rican, big pun. Rest in oh, peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. But I was reading. Well, my wife, I pay for them titties. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the greatest line ever. So, <laughs> I pay for them. What, what I did it. So, you know that, uh, that this was in an article I was reading. Big pun's favorite artist, and apparently he was obsessed with, was Phil Collins. 
was a he was a huge Phil Collins fan, and like in every little piece that I read about about like uh, you know fun facts about Big Pun or things you didn't know about Big Pun, it showed up everywhere how big of a Phil Collins fan he was. Also, a member of uh, Bodega um, commentary in a previous episode. They said we find a way to link no matter the genre to a previous episode, and. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if Eric could actually pull a WB show I, I out of this playlist. Well, I, I, okay, you know what? Let's go back to the Nas because you left a little. How about Lauren Hill? Okay, because when I first saw that video, I'm like, oh my god, it's the girl from Sister Act Two. When Whoopi Goldberg, she's like, I'm like, that's Rita. That's Rita from Sister Act Two. And then you know, that's that's. I think that's my introduction to her. Did. Was that before, like she did Fuji stuff, or was she already with the the Fuji? No, she she was only a kid at, yeah. in Sister Act, wasn't she? Yeah, no, she was a kid, but she was like a teenager for, for the Nas thing. Oh, that was no, that was actually that was post. Yeah, Fuji. yeah, she was already big. She was already big. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, that, then why do I, I thought that was like the first time I saw her, but no, she had already her her own album, and then yeah, the well, stuff that I, she did. I, with think, the Fuji. I think the the score had come out already. I don't. I but I. I that, saying that, I probably I, they probably recorded that song before the Fugees blew up, but um, but it was like because they all came out at the same time. The score came out and and um, Nas's it was written where that song is on came out the same year. So um, they probably recorded before before Lauren, you know, before the Fugees blew up. But but yeah, it was around the same time. Yeah, actually, let me anytime as uh, the W. Let me let, let me find out. Unlike Rogan, we don't have a young Jamie to look up stuff. But let's see. <laughs> so, so I think that that song is actually from the Delphonics. Walk right up to the sun. Yeah, that's. There is a set you're right. Yes, from, from you are Delphonics. right. Interesting. Interesting. So. I knew I heard that song, and I I thought it was Tony Bennett, though, man. <laughs> he does have a song, "If I Rule the World," and it sounds a little similar. So. So let's see. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, that's right. Gilbert Troy, they did both come out the same year, but yeah, and they came out right around the same time. I mean, that's it, yeah. The Fujis, man, they they, they kind of, I, I remember them having a big impact, too, during that time. Like, oh, they were, was, oh yeah. they were massive. Was, does, that, does that fall, like, around the Diggable Planets era? Because they were the, they're the, no, Diggable they're the ones that kind of had a different, different style from everyone else. You know, yeah. it was like a more mellow like just laid back loungy style. That was yeah, all no, they, jazz. Pickable plants were before, yeah. uh, like early early nineties. Yeah, yeah, and then you know there. Uh, well, like like uh, you know Gilbert has um, a tribe called Quest here. You know there was in the early nineties and in the late eighties you had a lot of jazz that jazz hop that jazz hip hop that uh, a tribe called Quest made big, but um, you know and gangster. And Gangstar, yeah. Well, because Premier Premier is a, a music encyclopedia. That guy's mm-hmm. like the all the all the production that he does or all the sampling that he does. The guy's a, an encyclopedia for music. But it's um, yeah, the Diggable Planets works well. They're not on this list, but we're talking about uh, jazz and hip hop. Um, you know, a, a lot of that early '90s was influenced by a lot of old jazz and and. And whoever you know, all the producers back then were sampling a lot of jazz and putting them into the songs. Um, I think that's when you started hearing horns again, right? Like they, they started bringing in the horns back into rap instead of just like those big the beats, you know, like the electronic beats and stuff like yeah. that. 
yeah. That, that... And please, I, I'm not an expert, but I just I remember Diggle Planets kind of being the first one. Like, oh, just hearing that horn section again, like that brass. So well, there's there's one famous, the most famous horns are from the Reminisce Over You, yeah, by Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. Those that's like, yeah, it's, well, those are like the most iconic, I guess. No, actually, the, mo- the most I mean, it, the most iconic horn <laughs> is that one right there. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Pete Rock, uh, no, no, that's nice and smooth, right? Sometimes I run slow. Sometimes yeah. I run. Yeah. That was one that you you introduced me to, Carlos. I know. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I just be trying to wrap that. I'm sweeter, thicker than a chico stick. <laughs> the ch- chico stick. I was an idiot, man. Chico sticks were my lunch when I was growing up as a kid, man. Oh, I used to love chico sticks. Well, it's it's funny. Like the '90s was kind of like a weird, not a weird time. In the beginning, it was like you got you had like early '90s. We were still getting kind of getting like that new jack swing sound. You know, like Around the Way Girl by LL Cool J and like a lot of rappers are still, you know, Heavy D, you know, like those guys are still kind of using. It. And then, you know, I think Tribe opened up sample based yeah. jazz yeah. and they were really the ones that blow it up. And yeah. Big Planets and Gangstar, um, you know, until, you know, there was a time, to be honest, even me, I didn't listen to that much hip hop. Like I wasn't a huge West Coast fan. Um, I think what... Um, what brought me back to loving hip hop was when Wu Tang came out in '92 or '93, and um, diversify was, your bonds, Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> that and that that kind of changed everything, and then really brought East Coast back, and and um, you know you had subsequent years following. You had you know the Wu Tang coming on and stuff, but then you had you know Nas, Biggie, Jay came out. You know, so that's kind of like the momentum the East Coast got into like early '90s into like the, okay uh, i got something for you and I, it's a question for both of you um i i noticed that was there there wasn't any bad boy on this uh this mix right uh i played uh, i played get money the uh from uh from um Judy Mafia. Call it? from Judy mafia okay so do you guys remember craig mack of course, of course. like flavoring your year i i think that's the one that brought that that scene back right new york scene i for think sure. that made it big and I always kind of felt bad for him because I don't think he ever got the the, <laughs> the respect he was due. Like then they released his song like ten years later, and it had every rapper, and it gave him a single verse on his own fucking song. The remix. This, yeah. I, I always thought it was the song that put Bad Boy on the map. It did. You know, it it did. was before Biggie yeah. or you know anything like that, and his death and all that shit. Yeah. And 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 rest in peace, Craig Mack. Yeah. I love you. I thought you were amazing. <laughs> well, the reason I didn't have any any bad boy is because I had actually have a, a a bad boy mix that I that I did and it's all bad boy. So I kind of used all the bad boy songs for that. <laughs> so I didn't want to you know du- duplicate a bunch of a bunch of songs. Yeah, so. I and on the next show, yeah, yeah, uh, right. you, you, you know, Gilbert, you can't stop, you won't stop. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, look, this is. Eric, you're right. Craig Mack, that that song was the one that put Bad Boy, you know, that put Bad Boy out there. But you know, Biggie made it what it became eventually. And then, uh, well, was it him or his death? No, no, it was him. He was the oh, biggest okay. rapper when he passed away. Yeah. So and then and then and and, and the, that remix that you speak of, that Craig Mack, mm-hmm. the problem is that Biggie absolutely bodied 
everybody on that song. Yeah. Like, that? like he just killed everybody on that song. Like uh, okay. he was like, it was, he was such a standout on that song. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I think that, and that against your point kind of, kind of catapulted Biggie and then his album came out right after and, and, you know, it was, you know, I, I remember there was a good two years where you guys were walking around reciting one of the lines. Was it one, two, that's sick to the flu? Oh, that was, that wasn't us. That was Mike. Oh, yeah. I just remember, like, I don't know where you just start rapping. No, that, that, like, wow. no, that's Mike's line, dude. That's not, that, that's oh. my, no. That's, that, that's Das Effect. No, that, yeah, that oh, one, two. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Yeah, that no, one, not, two, they get you sick like the flu. No. Let's see. I, I, no. I, let's see. I think it's Craig I Mack. It is Craig Mack. It is Craig Mack. What's, what, what, what's the line? Eric, one, the two, line? that's sick like the flu. Oh, that one. No, but I think you said one, two, uh, buckle my shoe. That's no. one, the one you uh, said. No, that's... No, they want effects. No, Bad Boy didn't invent the remix. Eric invented the remix. That's what just happened. That's what you just yes. got. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it's funny listening listening to uh, your perspective on hip-hop. like Because so that just shows how how hip-hop went from you know the northeast down to the southeast because you know it was obviously in new york it was a little bit different because it's hip-hop didn't just grow bigger in the 90s it was because during the period that you had um a tribe called quest you had like grand puba was big um you know yeah well strong island sun but uh, <laughs> give a shout out to my hometown. But uh, you know, it, it 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 seemed like it developed a little bit different because that jazz hop sound was was big there already. You know, because you did have, um, you know, even uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, uh, as mentioned, Grand Puba. Like there was a lot of jazz influence in in their beats, and then you know Miami, even you know, in the late eighties, early nineties. It was so much, everything was bass. Pardon for the interruption. It seems that we may have encountered a technical issue. Or oh, these idiots don't know how to use a computer. Of course. I'll fix it. No one cares about my feelings, my desires, my ambitions. Now back to our program. Yeah, so since, you know, as mentioning the Miami had all that, all that bass, um, you know, listening to, how you guys describe, you know, what your first uh, exposure was to to Northeast hip hop? It's 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 kind of interesting. Yeah, we was... also have the little Tokyo Boys of Death. <laughs> Nobody's what gonna get that. that. That's an insult. Uh, that was Six Mafia or something. Yeah. Eric, you're going way in a different direction. Oh, okay. because no, I know I know we did the bass thing, but during the '90s, wasn't it during that like? The, stuff and then, hey. Yeah, but that was late. That was mid to late nineties. That was uh, yeah, like oh, you know, yeah. Gilbert referred okay, so to it as early, early hip hop. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, somewhat. I mean, I think I, I let me see. Let me take a quick glance over here. I remember. When I think I have like "Love to Love You" was probably like ninety eight. Um, Bet your man can't. That was like ninety eight. So we can get uh, the, the the Master P stuff and the juvenile. No, you're 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 way. Well, so let let's we're gonna guide you a little bit. So yeah, because 
<laughs> well, you, so it's funny because we were in college. Uh, Gilbert uh, referred to as riot, inc riot inciting music was that era between cash yeah. money and all that. But no limit. no limit. A lot of good, a lot of good music though. But yeah, look. So we're not going to go song by song and describe it like how we usually do. But I'll give you an idea of what we got. So we have Far Side, which we talked about in the last podcast. They were more. They had an East Coast sound, but they were West Coast guys. AZ. Most Def, you know, Raekwon, Ghost, Method, Jay-Z, Camp Low, Tribe Called Quest, Junior Mafia, Queen Pen. So it was a lot of a lot of the party joints in the mid-90s, like what you were listening to in the clubs primarily. Um, yeah, it was that, that was the, the mix was definitely more tailored to, to a club mix. Than to 238 West, the, the 238 West mix? 238 West mix, Yeah. <laughs> 238 West was a, a club that uh, Gilbert, myself, and two of our roommates when we lived in Gainesville, that's where we worked. That's where we were all the time. So that was a reference to that just in case you guys are out of the loop. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 pretty cool listening to how you guys describe how when hip-hop first started coming into Miami. But, um, but yeah, you have, you know, the East Coast was dominating hip-hop in that era. You know, Tupac was obviously a standout. This was kind of right after the kind of the huge surge that gangster rap had, you know, in the in the early 90s, late 80s, because of NWA. Jack City stuff. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, more like, uh, you know, you went, you had NWA and... Um, okay. You know, which then the West Coast reemerged later again with Snoop, Dr. Dre, and then that influx. But this, in this oh, mix. Slick Rick, right? Slick Rick was. Like Slick Rick went to jail and it gave everybody else a chance to. <laughs> right? That's what happened. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened there. But the, you know, then you had this surge of East Coast web uh, hip hop that dominated that period. Um, because almost everything you heard on MTV was was these were these party joints, you know, and and um, obviously Biggie was huge. And the flashy costumes. The, you remember the, the, the mace and the, oh, yeah. the, the big baggy the shiny girl, suits. Uh, sh and who's this girl? Um, oh, Missy. Yeah, Missy Elliott. Yeah. Right? yeah, that was awesome. But speaking hey, of question for you guys, was Biggie part of the Junior Mafia or was that like a separate? Yeah, act? He was their mentor. So he. Oh, okay. So he wasn't part. He was just like he was their mentor, their leader, their mentor. Yeah, the yeah, I, the, obviously the one that emerged or the, that had the biggest success out of that group was Little Kim. She was she was the biggest success out of that group. Um, so here I'm gonna throw a little fun, a, a few tidbits of fun, and Eric, you'll appreciate this because it'll bring you back to a connection. No, this is a connection of me paying a pizza and nickels. Um, and dimes. And, and dimes. And dimes. So, <laughs> so when, when, when Wu-Tang recorded Protect Your Neck, they actually paid for the studio time, 300 bucks in quarters. That's some gangster shit. That was because they were still running the, the laundromat, right? Is that what happened? <laughs> Do they explain why they had so many quarters? 
I'm sorry, repeat that, Eric. You cut off. Either that or they had the big jug full of. of, uh... I'm sorry, please, please repeat that. No, you had cut off for a second. What were you saying? I'm I'm not sure where I left off. I just (laughs) why why did they have all those quarters? Like, did they run a laundromat? I I don't. It did. It didn't elaborate, uh, but they paid for three hundred dollars worth of studio time in quarters, which. this shows you the, the length of our friendship, uh, Eric and I. So we had, uh, I, what were we, I was like in ninth grade. Gilbert like was a, there too. Oh, Gilbert I was, was there. Oh, yeah. Gilbert was there for that. So these are these are the gentlemen that we're dealing with. So we we decided to order pizza, right? And it was a Super Bowl. It, yeah, it was a Super Bowl. And what, so the, I mean, we were all still in high school, right? Yeah. 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 So none of us had cash, but I had a shit ton of coins, primarily nickels and dimes. The pizza was a little bit over 20 bucks. So, you know, obviously we're all embarrassed to do this. The guy rings the doorbell. We go downstairs. No, no, no. Gilbert and I were embarrassed. You did, you did it, man. You had the balls to do it, man. It was like, oh, my God, he's going for it. Yeah, but you, you, you the best part about that is that we all walked down to the door, and when I opened the door, you two fuckers ran back upstairs to leave me. Yeah, you were both being bitches and left hey, me there to count. I was cool, man. Look, I, you know, you know how. Sh- hey, man, it's funny at the end of the day. Oh, at the end of the day, and th- almost thirty years later, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm saying that the guy was cool about it. The delivery driver, I remember him telling you, "Hey, no problem, man. It's just money." Yeah. You know, I, I was like, "Oh." How did you hear that? Mean? If you took off running. <laughs> I well, I was upstairs. Remember that you uh, yeah. upstairs. It was like a little balcony. Yeah. And I could hear you. So, so yeah. So <laughs> I read this story, and I'm like, I wonder how. I bet. I wonder if all of Wu Tang stood there to pay for it, or did they leave RZA behind, or Jizza paying in quarters, and everybody ran away. <laughs> I see. I I see well, you they, got they, you they got all the, you got ran away. Right to carry. That's heavy weight, man. Yeah, I have I have you got money out. You have you got. How many members are they up to now? Like oh, 102. A lot. Oh, the... <laughs> well, let's see. Let's there's see. So, oh my God. Method. Uh, 102 Ma- chambers. No, so it's who is it? Method Man. Oh, oh no, you don't have. To no, we're going through it. We're going through it. So Method Man, Jizza, Rizza, uh, Ghostface, um, uh, Old Dirty Bastard. Capadonna. Who else, Gilbert? Help me out. Raekwon. Raekwon. You got. You got. Master Killer. Master Killer. Master Killer. That's it. That's Nine. it. Nine. Oh, I thought there was like thirty-six of them. No, they have a. Well, they had they a bunch of subgroups. Have, they all have like three names each, right? Yeah, they did. So maybe that's what I was thinking. That's what it was. <laughs> so, all right, we still have. Um, Another interesting so fact is so Gilbert has um, Foxy Brown and Blackstreet doing Get Home, Get You Home, and you also have uh, let me see what's her face uh, who's on this list. Jesus. No Shanti. No, she was two thousands. Yeah, that was oh, later. Man. 
So, 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 oh, so Gilbert has. Oh, you know what he's got here? Lord Tyreek and Peter Guns. Let's talk about that. Bringing the Bronx back. Now, if it wasn't for the Bronx, so tell me where you from. <laughs> yeah. But but before before that, so Eric, I mean Eric Gilbert has party in a party with Queen Pen, and then further down he has Foxy Brown and Blackstreet. So I knew they had had a beef, Foxy Brown and Queen Pen. Gilbert, do you know what the what the beef was? I have no clue. This is, so this is, you're breaking news right now. Break, I have a feeling Carlos is going to tell us. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah. Carlos is going to tell us. So Did you get this from the Trump Milk website? The, this is definitely. <laughs> it's funny. I actually got a text that said. Uh, I'm only researching shit from the Tone Loke website from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, here we go. Here we go. So, this the beef between Queen Pen and uh, and Foxy was so Queen Pen in one of the songs hints out that you know that that she's uh, that she's gay and or and a bis or a bisexual and. Uh, Little Kim actually blasted her on that and like kind of saying, demonstrating how homophobic Foxy was towards the lesbian community. And that's what started the beef between them two, which Little Kim started. No, no. Foxy Brown and Queen Penn. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. And Little Kim and Foxy had their own beef, didn't they, Gilbert? Yeah. No, no, no. Because you mentioned that Little Kim. I was like, oh, Little Kim's being the instigator here? No, no, no. Foxy Brown, which, which is interesting. Imagine you take that Take that beef back then and bring it now. Imagine how quickly Foxy Brown would have fallen off, and how right. yeah, and then because Queen Penn, I mean, she had her little career, but I mean, it was short lived. Foxy Brown's was definitely longer until she went batshit crazy, right? Right, and deaf, and deaf, yeah. Oh so. no way, yeah. Oh wow, that's horrible. Well, and and then not to mention too, Queen Penn when the beef that Comet had with her. Um, in that video about the the one that sets him up and he goes to prison, and all of the time it was his girlfriend. <laughs> you remember that? It was all the time it was the Queen Pen. Is that who? You <laughs> I, I I don't know where you're going. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that that was it, it's funny how you know we were. Eric and I, we were talking about, uh, this was a few days ago, things that you were able to get away with in 80s movies and, and 80s music. And, you know, we're not far removed from this era. You know, I mean, you know, 20 plus years isn't that long ago. And then to see how the dynamic yeah. of the world changed, you know, like that that actually caused the beef that, you know, although Foxy Brown maintained a longer career, Queen Penn was short. It would I actually think the roles would have reversed now, you know, then Queen Penn would have had the larger career just basically because of the hate that they would have had out Foxy Brown. Gilbert, I mean, Eric, you got anything else to add? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and to the next subject? All right. Well, here's one for that you. That was amazing. Well, Eric, I, I was holding on something for you. It's not WB related, but it is related. It, it is it does tug at the heartstrings of your 16-year-old girl heart. Nas turned down the lead for the last dance. That's the one with Julia Stiles and uh, who was the guy then? 
Yeah. Right? That's the, the one that that's what we're the doing. Last dance or something. Yeah, yeah, save the last dance. Yeah. That Nas that was, was he was considered the lead and he turned it down. So Nas could dance too? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if he could dance. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know he was a dancer, man. I just thought he No, danced. if you go to www.tonelope.com. <laughs> no, no, but that, that actually that really did happen. That really did happen. We, who knew Nas was like Thomas, the, right? Well, who knew no, Nas was Sammy Davis Jr. No, but I, I honestly, well, think about it. He he had done Belly. You know, he had done Belly, and then I, I forgot what was the other movie that he was in. So you saw that he had acting chops. So I guess right. they, they 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 reached out to him for that. But yeah, imagine like well, imagine the street cred the, he would have lost. You know, the but, director of Belly, then like he was the one that was doing all those crazy ass videos at that time. Yeah, that was Hype Williams. Mike yeah. Williams, yeah. and you and you use acting chops very loosely. Go back and see Belly. <laughs> yeah, go watch that. Harry Washington. Was Mind you, I, it's, it's, I I love Belly. Belly's one of one of the. I mean, it's it's a classic. At least you know, like a whatever a street well, classic, I guess you can call it. But um, well, but yeah, the I mean, cool the coolest version of. Nobody's gonna win any Oscars on there. No, yeah, no. But I mean, you so had what? For belly. No, belly, belly, belly. You know which one went to all, all of New Jack City. I, I still think New Jack City is. The key. Listen, I, I was watching. They, they were showing New Jack City last night on VH1, and I was. I don't think Nikki had ever seen it. The acting is so bad, like <laughs> so bad, like it. it it's, crackhead, um, even Pookie, <laughs> even Pookie, even Pookie. But it's you know it's funny. I was telling her, I was telling Nikki that that it's crazy how that like Pookie. That vernacular, like, made to, you know, like, if somebody's, somebody's a crackhead or somebody's, like, fiending something, it's like, hey, pookie, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was street talk, man. But <laughs> New Jack City was in the 90s, right? So we, we kind of were, were safe. There. No, it's, it's not late 80s. It's like oh, 89. Uh, was it? I think so. Let's, let's Google. Let's ask young Jamie who. No, I'm joking. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's ask Tone Look. Tone Look. That, that's actually who our young Jamie is. We're just, I'm just going to go, hey, Tone Look, could you look that up for us? Oh, no, you're right. 1991. Yeah. He just made it. Oh, Rock jumps off the scene. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We kind of drifted there, guys. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. So. And actually, can, can we, uh, while, we, while we, before we get back into subject, can we give some props to one of my favorite rappers? Uh, and. Is AZ? Oh, AZ phenomenal. Yeah, he's been one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers of all time. So I, I had to get him in there. Well, what's cool? To, I mean, he was, I mean, kind of Nas's protege almost, or like a. Oh, he was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it was. You know, he he made his debut on 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 Life's a Bitch on Nas's Illmatic album, and which is cool because then he sampled Life's uh, Life's a Bitch in uh, in Sugar Hill. Did he? Yeah, there's a sample of that in the song. Oh, okay. When you guys say mentor or protege, like, does that mean that they were just hanging out, or and he brought yeah. him up, or he kind of like kind of like what Usher did for Justin Bieber? <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it was just different, right? It was just, yeah, a little different, a little different, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but. But uh, you know what? Az got his record deal off that just that one verse on uh, on uh, on Nas's album. Like yeah. he was, you know, the next guy up, and yeah. 
Um, you know, I mean, you talk about like he had his choice. Like Nas, Nas Illmatic is probably you know widely considered probably the greatest hip hop album you know of all time. Oh, I never get tired and of that. Album. What, never. What? That I never get you tired never of. That? I never get tired of that album is what I said. Oh, I see. You never heard that. I'm like, no. hey, what? You crazy? We used to listen right to shit like that all the time together. No, I know. <laughs> and and but but if you look at the the producers that he had on that album, like uh, I mean that it was all the greatest producers in one uh, yeah. one album. You had Premier, you yeah. had Q Tip, Pete Rock, um, uh, Large Professor, yeah, and then. And then LES, yeah. which was his, you know like not his in-house producer, like yeah. that's bananas. Like if you if I, there, nobody had ever done that, and most of these, especially for somebody that was beginning, it was always like a producer-driven album. So like you know De La had Prince Paul, you know what I mean? Um, Prince Paul. It would be always kind of like yeah, it would only it would only be like one producer kind of taking the bulk of all this all the production on it. So for him to have basically like all-star. Producers on there is is was nuts. Prince Paul also produced the Gas Face, one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> he, 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 I didn't know. He well, I know he's in the video. Song. He's in the video. Let me. I'm getting oh. to yeah. Prince Paul. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. I mean, hey, look. This is again. It's it's just hit after hit on this playlist. Um, you know, Timbaland and Magoo. With you know the love love to love you, which uh, sampled the great the great Night Rider theme song. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that you say there's hits after hits, and you go Timbaland and Magoo. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, all these legendary rappers and Timbaland and Magoo. Well, it's well, like it's like saying like, man, you know what? You did a great West Coast mix, and uh, I, I saw you put Skilo on there. That's great mentors and you say usher and beaver <laughs> but you know so harsh, guys. I, 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 lack, I lack it in this area man. so obviously you have the great old dirty bastard rest in peace um wu-tay makes a few appearances on this huh oh yeah you gotta enough respect due to the one six ooh Although it's sad that we did this on Thursday. We should have done it or recorded on Thursday. We should have done it yesterday to respect Woo Wednesday. Yeah. But, well that you know that got your that got your money. That's that's um uh the, one of the Neptunes like not credit first credited um things, but that was like very early Neptunes before they really blew up with with um Nori Superdog oh, yeah. and like Kalise like Kalise was on the hook for um, for Gotcha Money, so it was that's like kind of early on yeah. Neptune, which that that's my next uh, my next mix I'm doing since since I, I finished all my Lovers Rocks. The next one is I'm doing an all Neptune's uh, mix. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because an album that I really liked. Speaking of the Neptunes, is uh, the NERD. Their the when they did their first album as NERD. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Album. I love that album just because it, it's so. It's it's not hip hop. It's not. It's a whole bunch of different things, but which shows the one the the musical diversity that uh, that Pharrell had, and plus the rest of the guys on on NERD. But we're totally getting away from. We have we've so deviated from this list. But well, you're uh, the one talking about NERD. Hey, yeah. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. I've I've gone full Eric Rogue on the list. 
But um, yeah, I'm just waiting for you to some, somehow tie it into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to help. Well, you know, I can. Uh, well, I, I could do this. Well, this guy. Eric, look, I'm here's, just waiting for you guys to start talking about Buster Rhymes or something like that. Well, no, Eric, here's your move. So you have you have Black Eyed Peas, but pre Fergie, right? With Kim Hill, which is how I remember them. Well, right? the, the break dancers and stuff, and then they did yeah. like this other fake song that was with the Stero. Yeah, that was really good too. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't, I think Kim Hill was still in the band. And they just had brought a stereo in, but that's that's the like that's when I like the black eyed peas I like too. I mean, and congratulations that they got huge and everything. Oh, they got enormous. But I, I I got into them for their dancing. They, oh well, they're fucking like their badass. Were amazing, too. but they were badass break dancers too. Yeah, I, actually, they they opened up for Tribe Called Quest in Gainesville one year, and. Uh, um, and this was like around this time, around the joints and jams time. And yeah, they were, they were incredible. They played with the live band. It was, it was pretty dope. You know, it's, it's funny how, you know, we go through this list and, you know, L cool J's on there who as you know, if there's a guy that's kind of gone through each decade and has maintained his relevance and, you know, it, it's still, I mean, the guy went from being, uh, you know, a fucking hip hop artist in the '80s to being almost an A-lister. I mean, but possibly you can call him an A-lister. But I mean, talk about a guy that's been doing it forever. Like that's Dude, a, and the, the I see what you did there, doing played. it mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing it well. On top of that, <laughs> was in Deep Blue Sea. You know, his starring role in Deep Blue Sea. Him and his pirate. The one with the shark that kills Sammy Jackson? Remember that one? Yeah, that was Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> Dude, that's got to be the most shocking, like, death ever, right? Like, oh, yeah. It, it was it like. It's just like, what the fuck? He's giving this awesome speech, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should laugh at that. <laughs> I totally laughed. Guys, listen, if you ever watch Deep Blue Sea, don't, don't listen to this part. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson died. Too late. Three points. <laughs> All right. Uh, Listen to this podcast in reverse. <laughs> no, we're going to leave that to the, yeah. But uh, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Uh, and then we'll continue on to I, whatever. Somehow we're trying to explain the 90s hip hop mix list, but we've completely <laughs> derailed off of everything going on. But fuck it, it makes it fun. All right, guys, give us a few minutes and we'll be right back. All right, we're back to this shit show episode. Um, <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. All right. So eventually, at some point, we're going to find some structure to this show. So. <clears throat> well, hey, you know what the common link has been for all shows? It's the WBCW connection. So that, that's that's not what's been the link to the show, Eric. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess I, I, I've been on the wrong show. <laughs> so, all right. So we've we've made an attempt to go through this list. So I'm gonna go through the list so people at least know where the fuck we're headed. So first song. Can I? Yeah, can go I ahead. One oh, second, one here, here we go. This is how it Just starts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If we go so, back, if we go so, back uh, to to El Kuja getting eaten by a shark. No, no. You know what? <laughs> Listen. Well, we left off. We left off at the the Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, right? Because 
Well, no, we had we had gone to um, Timberland and Magoo, <laughs> and then we kind of just jumped to to, to the Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Well, so the the Lord Tariq and Peter Gunst thing is crazy because you know that they made zero money off that off that record because uh, Steely Dan, who they sampled, took it all. Oh shit! One hundred percent. But the, the but the first part of that they but, took it all. I didn't know that. That's and why does that happen? They just didn't request the rights, or exactly. Like... So what? So a lot of what a lot of, what happens a lot of times is that they'll somebody will use the record. The, the record will get put out and before they clear any samples and then it, the song blows up and at that point it, you get your 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 vanilla ice dum, 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 that one <laughs> right. it's, it's just, same thing so the, they sample it they don't get the clearance they put it out the song becomes a hit and now you try to go backwards and try to think but at that point now the original artist has all the leverage because what are you gonna do you're gonna pull the song no the song's a hit it's, you know yeah, so dude. I yep. feel so bad now for Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, man. Did it, 100%. Didn't, they, didn't they also sample the beginning of a salsa song? In that, yeah. In that, in uh, Jerry Rivera. Jerry Rivera, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amores como nuestro. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Jerry Rivera got 100%, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know what? He's not no Steely Dan. It's in yeah. his name, you know? I'm going to well, steal all it, your money. No, Larry. I heard that, that was bad. That was Larry. terrible. <laughs> no, that's fame. <laughs> I think that that's also like the the Jerry Rivera part is literally just a, a fraction of the song. Yeah. And you know the rest is is that's the best part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all right, I'm gonna briefly run through because you have 31 songs here. So it's Passing Me By by Farside, Sugar Hill by AZ, Miss Fat. Did you just this at the beginning of the show? Uh, yeah, but I only went halfway through. Like I said, we might as well continue yeah. the wreck that we've created here. Miss Fat Booty, Moe's Death, <laughs> Ice Cream with Raekwon, Ghostface, and Method Man, Who You With with Jay-Z. Uh, shit, now I got to go back to a Jay-Z story. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Black Nostalgic from Camp Low, Bonita Applebaum, uh, of course, Tribe Called Quest, Get Money, uh, the remix with Junior Mafia, um, Doing It by L. Cool J, Party in a Party by Queen Penn, If I Ruled the World with Nas and Lauren Hill, um, Get You Home, Foxy Brown with Black Street, Still Not a Player by the great legendary Puerto Rican Big Pun, R.I.P. Uh, Bet Your Man Can't, Fat Joe, Big Pun, Cuban Link, and Triple Sace. Straight Puerto Rican clan crew there. Uh, <laughs> I, I got hey, a point. Cuban Link, Cuban beat. <laughs> love to love you. Uh, the, <laughs> the legendary Timberland as a producer, not as a rapper. <laughs> uh, check the Rhyme, Tribe Called Quest. As we mentioned, Deja Vu with Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See with Busta Rhymes. Uh, Money Ain't a Thing with Jermaine Dupri and Jay-Z. Uh, the Choice Is Yours by Black Sheep. So this is the second playlist that we have that song on. Great song. Never gets old. Method Man, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, and of course Method Man. Uh, Got Your Money with Old Dirty Bastard, Protect Your Neck. The Jump Off, which is on the Wu-Tang Forever album, not... The other Protect Your Neck with Wu-Tang. Uh, Joints and Jams with Black Eyed Peas. Nappy Heads Remix to Fuji's. Um, AT Aliens, Outkast, one of my favorite groups of all time. Um, award Tour with Tribe Called Quest. Nothing But a G Thing, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Regulators, Warren G and Nate Dogg. California Love, Tupac and Dr. Dre. And then Shook Ones with Mop Deep. So we have the whole playlist. Everybody has the whole playlist. And we'll continue back to this train wreck that we've started. All right. Um, 
Well, so, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that Eric could tie in Shook ones mob deep into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> or... I mean, I was gonna take it to the show, but if you want me to throw it down right now, I will. <laughs> I, th- I have a feeling I mean, Eric Eric's holding. Some... You want it now, Eric? Do you have a you gun want... in your chamber right now? Huh? You have a gun I in do. your chamber. All right, bust I can it. Bring it. Bust it. I can bring the pain. Bring the pain. Do it. Method <laughs> man. Right. Now, anyway, so you know, you were you were talking before the break how you know the impact. That that hip hop had in the '90s and how big it it, it really got. Right. Um, back in 1998, the WB, which is now the CW, had a promotional stunt casting for um, it was called Thursday Night Groove on the WB on November 5th that featured Buster Rhymes, MC Light, <laughs> Missy Elliott, Nicole Singers, uh, and Gerald Levert. So. Two of the players here are, that we talked about earlier are Buster Wright and MC Light, and they appeared on the the Wayans Brothers show, Steve Harvey show, and the Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> and so, boom. W3 bringing the world together <laughs> one show at a time. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He did it. He did it. So Can I leave now? I get my duck. No, no, no. no. You're, you're still on. You're still on. So I was... The moment I saw Jay-Z on this playlist, and every time Jay-Z's name comes up, the first memory that pops into my head was, you remember when we went to uh, Alonzo Morning's Club, Onyx? Yeah. I, I wasn't there. You weren't there. Who was it? It was... That was a fun night. Yeah, so... The Nation of Islam wouldn't let us in the club, man. Yeah. yeah. We, it was so bad. It was like you had all these guys in these nice suits, well, and then you had us. Yeah, but you know, but look, look what ended up happening. We went to this club not knowing what was going on, right? It was great. Yeah, heavy D, baby. We had Heavy D, Jay Z, and uh, and Diddy, right? Jason was one of the guys. Yeah, it was Diddy. Diddy. Yeah, it was Diddy because they played that Benjamin song like a hundred times. Yeah, it was Diddy in the same night. Yeah, it was Diddy, Jay Z, and Heavy D. So we got to see the the great Heavy D before he passed. But it was a great night. How great was he? Yeah, the J the no, Heavy D was the shit. But uh but yeah, that, that was a fun night. But yeah, did I who was that I got kidnapped by some giant girl that wouldn't stop dancing? You remember that? Giant. Man, I, I really don't remember Jay Z being there. Yeah, Jay Z was there. For sure he was there. Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. But, was it one I remember didn't you guys say that one twelve was there too that night? No. No? No. I, no, no, I I saw one. T- <laughs> no, I saw one twelve. No, but that's when they had that that awesome song with uh with with uh who was it? Who's the other big rapper? The Biggie guy, Biggie. Biggie, one twelve had that song that was incredible. The only, only you. you. That was the best dancing song at the club. Yeah. No, I saw I saw. <clears throat> where did I see one twelve? I saw one twelve in a Super Bowl party in the beach, uh, when the Falcons and who did they play in the Super Bowl that year? Denver, Denver. Denver, yeah. That I ended up, I ended up at some party in the beach, and I ended up um, the back of my elbow hit the back of Zach Thomas's head, <laughs> and then Zach Thomas turns around, and so does Jason Taylor, and I was like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" Who are much larger than I am, but how did Jason Taylor smells? I, I feel like he smells delicious. <laughs> I think he smells clean. No, what what I'll never forget is how short Zach Thomas was, but as he, he was, his back was probably twice his height. I've never seen a human being built like that, but 
You know. I love how Carlos says that people are short and isn't Zach Thomas like five ten? Well, I'm five nine. Yeah, that's our height, Carlos. You should be a little sensitive to our needs. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, the the good thing is, look, I I work with a with a professional basketball team, and I feel short there. Does that make you feel better? No, <laughs> I still never made it to six feet. And that's the only thing I ever wanted out of life was just to hit six feet. Well, God stop me two inches too short. Look, I'll get. <laughs> it's all right, dude. It's all right. You're allowed to love, brother. You're allowed to love. You're not the one that has to live like this. That's right. <laughs> hey, but dude, when you're when you, when you're as tall as me, it's not not so good either. You can't fit in a lot of places. Yeah, you can see at concerts. That's true. I can. But uh, but yeah. So look, we've we've talked about Lauren Hill. So I kind of. Well, I'm not going to skip through the Fuji's because they they were huge during that period too. I mean, um, although unfortunately broken up between the because of the relationship with Lauren Hill and um, and White Clef, right? That was the main reason why they split up, right, Gilbert? Well, I think I think it, that probably had some to do with it, but I think is that Lauren just. Uh, she, I mean, when Lauren blew up on her own, that was it. There was no going back on that one. Yeah, and then um, you know, so you have. Probably hands down one of the greatest duos in hip hop history, which is Outkast. Um, which, like everybody else, every year I hope that they put out an album. But talk about a guys that revolutionized hip hop, created their own sound. Um, you know, easily had two albums that could go down as the greatest albums of all time, especially um, uh, uh, Equimini, which is. I mean, from beginning to end, an amazing album. But, uh, you know, the AT Aliens album, that album's fucking sick as shit, too. That's just great track after great track. Did they yeah. break up or they're just not working together? Like, they, they just, yeah, they're just they, got bored, right? Well, uh, yeah, I think, I think they just kind of went their own way. And, um, but, um, but Big Boy's done really dope music after that. They, oh, yeah. they did an album with um, uh, Little Dragon. Oh yeah, no, but uh, he's he's done a couple of, like like stuff like that. But um, Phantom, uh, uh, not Phantom. God, what's the? I'll look I'll look it up now. But point being, I think they 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 kind of you know Andre went in a different way musically and and and. Um, but what they did was incredible. They, they're the ones that really brought the, the South up to to prominence. Really, they, it really started with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so because yeah, the, the last what was the last album they did together was uh, that was uh, Love Box, Love Box, and Speaker Below. Did that come out before Idlewild or after? That came out after, right? Uh, after, I, yeah. yeah. Idlewild was yeah. The like, they were still yeah. together. Uh, Phanagram is the people that I was talking about. Yeah. Was that? What what's the name of that album? The the the. Uh, hang on, cause um, I I got out of there. Uh, Big Grams is called. Um, but um. Yeah, cause he well he has like yeah I mean he so the vicious lies and uh the vicious lies album that Big Boy had, vicious lies uh, and dangerous rumors, that album was fucking fantastic too. That's the one that he had uh Little Dragons Kelly Rowland, um. Phantograms on that album, T.I., Ludacris, Kid Cudi, Killer Mike, uh, ASAP Rocky, um, 
dude, he had, he had a bunch of people on that album. That album is fucking great. Um, but it, it, those guys separately could put out great albums. Together, they put amazing albums together. But there's not there's not one album that they have that you could just dismiss and say, yeah, that's a subpar album. Every album is great. But, yeah. And I don't know. I, you can't tie that to WB, right, Eric? I think I Did think his, uh, his mic his mic is off. God damn it, Eric! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, monsters and the, the <clears throat> their DJs a beast. Their production is a beast. They're just and the the amount of <clears throat> the amount of intelligence that they have musically. Like one yeah. Uh, yeah. So in on Big Boy's album on the vicious on the vicious lies, um, he has a song with um, what's this guy's name? Uh, the song's called Apple of My Eye. That he does it. <clears throat> I've heard him. I've heard the, the produced version on the album. And then there's a live version that they did with Red Bull. And the band is phenomenal. And at the end of at the end of the recording, he goes, uh, he goes, can't get any better than that. This is some uh, Jedi bullshit and walks off the mic, some shit like that. <laughs> but, but I mean, those, those guys are musical geniuses. I mean, like the, 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 the shit that they put together is incredible. It doesn't sound like anybody and they're way ahead of everybody else. You know, like the first time you heard bombs over Baghdad and you heard that little That's... drum and bass thing at the end and those, those yeah. off tempo signatures at the end, dude, that, that, when that song came out, you remember we, we all lost our minds. You yeah. Know? I like Brant wouldn't stop playing the album, uh, you know, and that, that that was just that was just a sick, sick fucking album. But yeah, let's see, um, you know, we, we could talk about Wu Tang all day. There'll probably be just strictly a Wu Tang episode one day, and we got a straight dedicate to the Wu. Oh yeah. Uh, then Gilbert, I'm gonna make you do an all Puerto Rican mix with Big Pun, Fat Joe, anybody that you can find, we'll throw down. The Puerto Rican hip hop list, uh, but yeah, I mean, look—you have 31 songs, 90s hip hop. Hands down, this this would have been a great mix for any club back then. And still now, I mean, you can put you can drop this right now at a club, and everybody will will get nostalgic and get excited. But this is—I don't know—I don't know about 31 songs in a row, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it's still. <clears throat> It's still, I mean, it's it's a great mix. Just like every mix you drop on on Scuba, it's fantastic. Um, Thank you, man. But yeah, this is probably the most organ, unorganized B-Bodega episode, but For probably sure. the best playlist, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what can you really say about? The, I mean, the '90s were were the era that defined when when hip hop blew up and it went, and it was the main, you know, like. The, the main art form, you know, for music, you know what I mean? Where, oh, yeah. where it was, it became the mainstream, you know, whether, whether you like it or not, you know, yeah, for no. better or for worse. Yeah. This, this really, this was the best decade in hip hop, hands down. I mean, just there, you would just wait for a new album to drop all the time. You couldn't wait to find that one mixtape that had like the next big song that was going to come out, you know, cause that's, you had, Funkmaster Flex was coming out with the 60 Minutes of Funk's albums, and you were yep. waiting, waiting for those mixes. Uh, local DJs, you were, oh shit, what do they have next? Uh, you know, Clue. I'm, Clue. Let me bring up another Puerto Rican, Tony Touch. 
Tony Toca. Tony Toca. <laughs> Tony Toca. But I'm actually, I know uh, Jay wants to get involved in a future episode, and I'm going to hold off on Tony Toca till then, who's primarily yeah. one of the people <laughs> responsible for bringing reggaeton to the, to the, to the U.S. But, yeah, dude, I mean, this is, this is a great list. This is definitely one I'm going to jam to. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, it's you had you had two decades that were so different you know 80s hip-hop um you know it was a lot of fun um and then you started what's what we didn't really talk about in 90s hip-hop all the conscious hip-hop that you had going on too because you had you know well i mean you have most deaf here who was you know when he was uh, with black star um you know common you had a lot of those conscious guys come out with with albums and and uh, well common was 2000 and he was in the 2000s but you know you said you had a lot of those those pure pure lyricists that were coming out too and then like those underground giants like big l you know the the ditc albums those you know like you had lyrically there was much the skill in the 90s was insane the lyrical skill yeah. of hip-hop in the 90s you had uh, brand Nubian. Brand Nubian. Also, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the night, the, the cool thing about, I think about the nineties, and I, I think what was, it's so redeemable about all that stuff. Still, is you kind of had something for everybody. If you were like a, you know, quote unquote backpack, you know, hip hop, you fan, you, you, you could rock with everything you just mentioned. If you were, you know, more into the jiggy shit, you know, you could, you know, always listen to Bad Boy and, yeah. and, and whatever. You know what I mean? So you had a little bit of, of. of you know, a little bit of everything for everybody, you know. Yeah, and then you had those those uh, those few people that were extremely talented that would jump on both sides, like Jay Z. He could be a lyrical beast and and like still cater to those underground hip hop heads, and then still put out, you know, like a, a top forty club anthem, you know, like that. You know what? You know what's crazy that that you you say that and he did he had monster club anthems. But you know that you know he he's only had one number one song ever. Oh really? Yeah. You know which one it was? What? Empire State of Mind. Really? It took him that long to get a number one album. Uh, yep. That's insane. And then you think about all that all all the songs and clubs that that were that were popular. You know, like shit. Even like, and it could have been just where we were. But remember how big Sunshine was. Like when that song first yeah, came was, out. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm no. What I'm saying is how big it was. Like you'd hear it at yeah. every club, and then, but you know, you had, um, you had, you know, I did. I that's really that's a really shocking piece of information. The what's, what's Eric doing? I don't know. Am I back in the game? <laughs> you made so much fucking noise right now, <laughs> dude. You know. My mic doesn't work. <laughs> I can't work in these conditions. Dude. And I was just reaching down. Luckily, I had an extra uh, power pack by my couch. So, all good now. All right. I know you guys miss me. That's a really interesting fact. Because, I mean, think about how many times you heard uh, the song with him and uh, UGK. Uh, uh, yeah. Dude, and, and, it, and it still took till New York State of Mind. To have a number one album, that's insane. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. That's yep. insane. And, and let's, let's not forget Gloria Velez. Oh, 
<laughs> and that video. Yes. What was yeah that you well, you had you had two uh, queens of hip hop videos come out. It was, it was Gloria Velez and who was the other one? The Cuban girl. Superhead. The, oh wow! Oh, you talking about? Wow, uh, <laughs> uh, what was her name? Shit! I didn't. That Marcel was in love with her. Uh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But yeah, that, that was also this was also the surge of of the hip hop honeys. But, yes. <laughs> yes. but well, there was there was a um a underground um record label called Game Records. I don't know if you remember them. Yeah. Um, they, they put out um like Voice to Five Nine. Yeah. Um, and all they did was like their 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 album covers like were like I mean, they Playboy covers damn yeah. near. You know what I mean? It was like straight up like you know, but they they I think they even released like a video called Hip Hop Honeys. Yeah. Vita Guerra. Vita Guerra is the girl's name. Vita Guerra. Vita Guerra. Oh, my God. She was in that video, too. The big picture. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. We are just oh. talking about. Jeremy Shockey. Didn't she go out with Jeremy Shockey? That was, like, the big thing or something like that? Uh, I, think Mar- I, think, I think you're listening to Marcel too much. Or, uh, and, and or our favorite no, it was probably I was probably on Perez Hilton or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, bef- before we wrap this up, this is my, my last tidbit. Um. Now that we actually talked about uh, uh, Nas earlier, and um, so his relationship with AZ and how Nas actually was dying to start a group and he started the firm. Mm-hmm. You know who was supposed to be one of the original members of the firm? Fifty. No. Fifty Cent. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so. <clears throat> That that was that's my last uh, tidbit today. Even though, like, from... speaking of the firm, you know they have a reunion on that new Nas album. They have a song all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty dope. But um, speaking of Fifty Cent, did we talk about DMX at all? No, wrong. No. wrong was he nineties? Like, how do we forget yeah. about that guy? Yeah. Well, how intense was he, man? That that that's a good Gainesville story too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but um. I mean, he's in '97 and '98. He was him and Jay Z were the two biggest rappers. Oh yeah, when they they some, toured some together. Would argue, some would, some would argue that X was the bigger one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not me personally, but I still, dude. I I uh, it's dark and hell is hot. I still listen to that shit. Yeah, I remember that he, you know, he put um he put out those two albums. I think like I think eight months apart. Uh, that dark uh and and then the blood Fle- of my blood. Yeah, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Yeah. Yeah. Just just like you remember every WB episode, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) But all right. So this is let me we're actually we're getting ready to hit the mark. So actually we'll we'll come back in a minute and wrap it up. Um, but just give us a second and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back to close out the show. Uh again, we want to thank DJ G Funk for uh providing such a great mix of songs. Um, it'll just be Eric and I closing out, but we did want to mention that Gilbert's Lovers Rock will be back on Twitch September 26th, uh, and also follow him at MIA on Instagram. Um, it has links to his merch, uh, as well as information leading up to wherever he's DJing, including uh, more Lovers Rock episodes. So, Eric... How do you feel about your trip down 90s hip-hop? 
<laughs> it was more like an education. There was a lot of stuff I, I didn't know. You know, I, I, I when it came to the the nineties hip hop, again, I was mostly just the more popular stuff and stuff I would hear in the club. So it wasn't. I didn't go into like that down and gritty stuff. Yeah. Uh, like Mob Deep, I never listened to them. I, I didn't hear Outkast until listen to Outkast until they came out with. Wait, is that the Equimini album? Equimini. Equimini, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. So so this was more more of an education and just hearing you guys talk. I had a few bands that I liked, uh, well, a few artists that I liked. But overall, it was, it was a fun thing. It was, it was. I know it was a bigger influence on you guys, man. I just remember you guys lived it and remember you guys each being members of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I was kind of jealous. It was like, why can't I be part of the Wu-Tang Clan too? I want to be somebody cool. <laughs> So, um, but it, it was a good time, great music, and you know, it was, it was big, it was huge. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish we were members of the Wu Tang Clan, but um, yeah, like, another fun episode. Again, Gilbert uh, threw down a great mix. Everybody will enjoy it. I uh, hope he's okay. The, you notice he's not back, so I, no, hope, I, I hope he's all right. I think I think maybe he got a. The wife took him. The wife took him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, again. A um, lot of lot of great hits here. Fun for you to listen to. Um, just like every other playlist we've put out, you know, we will revisit these these uh, these decades and these genres uh, because there were just way too many songs uh, that we left out or that could still be added to. Um, so again, th- there's. And in, we didn't even get to talk about grave diggers, Carlos. The, <laughs> the grave diggers, all right. <laughs> but we missed out if we didn't talk about the grave. That's right. But uh, you know, we have a fun episode coming up. Uh, next episode will be '90s punk. Um, I'm sure it'll be punk and ska, like '90s punk and ska. Um, you know, we have we have a lot of great guests coming up ahead, uh, including we're discussing uh, doing a joint episode with another group of fellow podcasters that should be fun um so once again thank you guys for listening thank you for taking the time to listen to what we have to say and the music that we provide uh we really really and truly appreciate it um eric any any parting words just apologies for for the technical difficulties um although carlos did did inform me that with just him and Gilbert, it felt more like a podcast. <laughs> so, nah. if you guys think differently, please let Carlos know. <laughs> I'm, I'm having way too much fun doing this. Nah, the B Bodega. Uh, once again, just thanks to everybody. Yeah, the Bodega ain't the Bodega without Eric. But, uh, but guys, thanks again. Uh, we appreciate it. There's also uh, B Bodega stickers coming out soon. Uh, just continue to follow our Instagram page, and uh, and you'll see them soon. Again, support Gilbert and uh, and uh, follow him on uh, on Instagram. That's uh, G- DJ G Funk MIA. Uh, it's also the same handle that he uses for his Twitch channel. Um, we have a long list of guests and episodes coming up ahead, so keep listening if you're enjoying it. Uh, let your friends know. Um, but again, it's always a pleasure doing the bodega and uh, listening to everybody's and your feedback. Mom, I think my mom's become the number one fan lately. Well, that's because you stopped talking about I her. I think she's got one person, the sixty-year-old that's listening, and I think it's my mom. Dude. You think your mom's the yeah. one sixty? <laughs> All right, guys, thanks uh, again. I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. 
Right. She's coming over tomorrow. We're gonna watch Hamilton. Uh, well, nothing nothing screams nineties hip hop than Hamilton. <laughs> right. influence on Hamilton. Yeah. Hey, Eric. Thanks again, brother. Thank you. Uh, all right, Eric. Take us out. Bye. Later. <laughs>